that yeah. I'm so frustrated with with both the right and the left and the, and not listening to each other. Uh, yeah, ah, I'm angry. Yeah. <laughs> I'm William. I'm Dave. Dave is my pastor. Willie is a hospice chaplain. And we've been friends for more than 20 years. We've had thousands of conversations about things that matter and things that don't. So now we're inviting you to join in. Each week we pull a topic out of the hopper and talk about it. This is the Hopper Podcast. The Hopper Podcast is not professional advice, just two guys spitballing, so do your own research. Willie, I don't think you watch a lot of football, so I'm guessing you didn't watch the Super Bowl, huh? I did not watch the Super Bowl. What is the Super Bowl? Yeah. Well, as you know, that the Super Bowl was a few days <laughs> yeah, ago. That's right. Um, that's right. There, as we're recording this, the Super Bowl was a few days yes, ago. Yes. Now, right. I, I watched the whole thing, and yeah. I don't watch a lot of football, but I do watch the Super Bowl. I was actually angling to watch the Super Bowl, uh-huh. um, and then I don't have a TV, and so then I was kind of waiting around church late to see if somebody would invite me over to their house to watch the Super Bowl, and nobody did. Oh, well. <laughs> I wasn't actually that disappointed. Yeah. But, oh, well. I've, I kind of assumed you weren't going to watch it. But and I didn't. And I, yeah. and I actually was not disappointed, honestly. The Super Bowl, uh, there are a lot of people who watch, and it's not because it's a Super Bowl, but because it has parties and yes, it has yes, great yes. commercials. Yes, totally. Yeah. That's right. And so a lot of people who don't watch football do watch the Super Bowl yeah, socially right. or to watch the commercials. So this year they had some commercials yeah, that yeah. were Christian. Oh, I heard about that. Yes. Yes. And... Uh, as I was watching these commercials, it's mm-hmm. from a movement called He Gets Us. Oh, right. Yes, yes, yes. And okay. they were commercials about Jesus, yes. and they had lots of powerful imagery and music, yeah, um, yeah, photographs, yeah. typically black and white photographs. Okay. And they had themes where it's expressing how Jesus understands us. Yes, he gets us. He yeah. gets uh-huh. us, yep. And uh, he not only understands, but he has experienced similar things. Mm-hmm. Um, so he can relate and he uh, loves and helps. And some of it had some challenges. Like mm-hmm. one of the commercials had uh, children and it showed pictures of children helping each other. Yeah, yeah. It showed one boy helping another boy get up to the urinal. <laughs> Oh, yeah. It showed uh, one uh, couple kids running. This was a video segment um, to hug each other. And one kid is white and one kid is black. Very sweet. Um, It shows a kid helping another kid who clearly has uh, cancer uh, throw up in a toilet. Okay. Okay. So they're showing compassion. And uh, so they show these these images and then it says something to the effect that, uh, you know, that, that Jesus... Wants us to be like children. Ah, yes, yes, uh-huh. yes. Like, here's how to love people. Here's uh, yeah. look, look at how kids do this so much better than adults. Right, 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 um, right. Then there was another commercial mm-hmm. that was uh, pictures of angry people. Okay, yeah, um, yeah. And th- it was all walks of life. It's black people yelling at black people, white people yelling at white people, black people yelling at white people, white people yelling at black people, and all okay. other and yeah. a few I other. I haven't seen this. Yeah, uh, yeah, a few other uh, shades and variants of, of folks. Okay, it was pictures of like protests and demonstrations yeah. and um, just conflicts on a on a public uh, bus or subway or something. It's just just a variety of pictures expressing anger, yes. hurt, frustration. Yes, yes. Gotcha. And then it talked about how uh, how Jesus loves people even when they are different or their enemies. Fair okay? enough. Yeah, Lo- loving your enemies, which is of course a, a, a theme of Christ in the in the the Bible. So when I was watching these, my wife, my daughter were with me. We were impressed with them. Yeah, sure. I didn't think anything political. 
Okay. Okay. I saw... Uh, it doesn't sound particularly uh, just political. Just hold on. Yeah. Okay. All right. <laughs> uh, I didn't see anything political. What I saw was somebody with a lot of money trying to show Jesus to a world right. and a nation particularly right. that uh, sees him as increasingly irrelevant. Yes, yes, yes. And so I saw a very good thing happening. Sure. Um, Jesus can relate. He does know. Yeah. He, uh, he isn't what you have made him to be. Right. Either on the right or the left. Sure. Um, he, is, uh, um, he was a real person. Yep. And they were targeting all different types of people. Uh, whether you are a refugee or an immigrant, sure. whether you are sure. someone who is working hard, yeah. um, I've looked at the website. There are other videos that weren't on the Super Bowl. Yeah, um, you know, one of them is about Jesus being born of a teen mom, mm-hmm. and their goal is to reach teen mothers in their sure. distress sure, and sure, bring sure. them to Jesus. Okay, now uh, bringing people to Jesus, I am fully on board with hundred percent. Hundred percent. I had no problem. I thought yes. these I thought these commercials were powerful yeah, and okay. well done. Good. I don't know anything about the the backstory like yeah. you know of the organization because sure. it, it was news to me when I started seeing I was surprised by them. Really? Yeah, I didn't know they were coming out. Oh they've been that organization has been gearing up for this for two years maybe. Okay, well I didn't know this about wasn't it. The, I mean it wasn't yeah. like they were that wasn't their finish line, but they've been going for two years and raising money right. and they're they're obviously very very well funded and they're continuing to go and they're getting bigger and bigger and bigger. Uh-huh. So now I knew that they were gonna be that they were gonna have commercials in the Super Bowl. Yeah. So uh, this is no surprise to you then that okay. that both the left and the right yeah. have had problems with this ad campaign, and so they are both in an uproar. I I didn't know that exactly, <laughs> but it of course does not surprise me. I'm actually. Not surprised, but I am disappointed. Yeah, um, yeah, it's a super disappointing. So both the left and the right continue both to disappoint me. The left and the right had serious <laughs> yes. problems with these. All right, with tell this me, campaign. tell me, what okay. have you, what have you heard, what uh, have you read? So you know, one of the campaigns I, I saw, I didn't see this on the Super Bowl. It may have been there, but I don't, okay. I don't recall. Uh, was Jesus as an influencer? Jesus as someone who's moving against the institution and trying to start a movement, and then he got canceled. Um. Now, okay. so they're trying so to they're use telling, telling contemporary language, language and, to talk about his story, and the pictures are all contemporary. Uh, people, uh, immigrants fleeing for okay. their lives, or yeah. people, you know, in a, in an auditorium, and yeah. so yeah. they're getting canceled. Uh, things like that. Okay, okay. So, so, so I think to me, it's they're just trying to be really super relevant, sure, um, and capture people where they are. Yeah. So I think it's smart. I think it's savvy. Yeah. But if all you see is politics. Yeah. If that's what if that's what you love most of all, if it's those what are the, you see, yeah. you see what you want to see. Yeah. If those are the glasses yeah. through which you are looking at everything, exactly. Then it's going to have that political tint yeah. to it when it comes into your brain. Yeah. So these so opposite ends of the spectrum are both outraged, and they're saying uh, it's strange. So uh, one example on the left, are you, you're familiar with uh, with AOC, right? Uh, Alexandria Ocasio Cortez. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, she tweeted. Uh, quote, something tells me Jesus would not spend millions of dollars on Super Bowl ads to make fascism <laughs> look benign. Oh, fascism. Okay. Yeah. So she, she she saw this as an advertisement for fascism. Yes. Oh um, my goodness. That, that's pretty confusing to me. Yes. Um, and, and my best guess is uh, you know I've heard I don't know a whole lot about her, but I know that she is a Democrat. I know that she's Catholic. And that she has said things that um, 
things like Jesus, if were he alive today, uh, conservatives wouldn't even know him or largely reject him. Yeah. Um, stuff like that. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Uh, and She's so, from New York, I think. She's okay, from New yeah, York City. Yep. She represents. Yeah. My only, my best guess is that she is. Uh, she knows that it was funded largely by more conservative groups. Maybe. Uh, yeah. They don't. They don't spend a lot of time talking about where they got their money, but they, uh, the guy who owns Hobby Lobby, David Green, okay, uh, confessed that he was one of the major contributors. Okay, and they did raise a hundred million dollars or something. Yeah, sure. Okay, I mean these ads cost. Oh yeah. Lots of money. Sure, right? sure, sure. Millions of dollars, and so they they got all this money together, and she's probably um, feeling like it's a conservative, religious movement, and therefore in her mind fascist. That's yeah. my best guess. Yeah, to okay. a confusing comment. I, I can, yeah, I, I'm confu- yeah, I'm trying to place it and be charitable, but yeah, okay, all right. Now the right, I think it, I could see where they they had a, a little bit more difficulty just because of some of the pictures. Um, I again, I had, I didn't see any politics. I saw them trying to point people to Jesus. Yeah, I didn't think they were promoting any sort of like, hey, uh, Jesus would allow illegal immigration. I didn't get that message at all. Okay. Okay. Uh-huh. Um, but if again, if that's all you see yeah. is politics, then you might think, oh, their agenda, this group's agenda is to uh, get everyone to agree that we should just allow people to come on in, in the borders. Right. Okay. Um, and we, we've talked about that briefly. I think that's several steps away from uh, how would Jesus handle a person, sure, a one-to-one sure. oh, ratio. Totally, totally. How should I, how should I treat a person? Totally. That's right. right. That's um, right. Or if I'm trying to evangelize this this group of people who are here, yeah. Uh, no matter how they got here, if yeah. I was trying to evangelize them, wouldn't I want to relate Jesus to their their situation? Totally. Yeah. Um, anyway, there's a guy named Charlie Kirk, uh, Turning Point. I've heard of him. Yeah. Yes. He said that this was pandering to liberals, and it, the people behind it were quote woke tricksters. <laughs> End quote. Okay. And he said, quote, it was one of the worst services to Christianity in the modern era. End quote. One of, um, d- wait a second. One of the worst services to Christianity in the modern era? That's what he said. See, that is, that's bananas. I agree. I, but again, if politics is what you want to see, a commercial it's what on the you Super see. Bowl cannot be the worst service to Christianity in the modern era. Mm hmm. Well, he sees it all as an attempt to push people yeah. in a liberal direction. See, that's a woke that, quote woke direction. Yeah, that extremism I think matches the extremism of this is pushing a fascist agenda that uh, the congresswoman uh, yeah. said. That is both exactly. of those are so like they're they're just they're both of them are using this to. Uh, Push their own platforms exactly, uh, it, and and to appeal to their most extremist base. Yep, it's yeah, that's ridiculous. They're it, they're both just it's as so. They're both terrifically reactionary. Yeah, yeah. Right. They can't. They can no longer see or give the it's benefit not, of the doubt. Yeah, totally. They can't see the the greater good or the greater purpose that they might or or they they're impugning people's motives is what they're doing. Yeah, and that's a big no no. For sure, it, and they're not listening, right? It's, yeah. it's saying, um, "I am." Yeah, it, they're not listening. They're trying to use that as an opportunity to push an, a point that they were already going to make, no matter what was happening. Yeah, right. Because they're because they're 
from what you're saying and what I've I haven't I didn't watch the Super Bowl and I haven't seen those particular ads, but I've seen ad campaigns from this uh, ads from this campaign in the past, and yet yeah, they are not promoting a particular public policy right or a particular social agenda. Um, they're trying to say that Jesus is relevant to all different kinds of people and, and, and all, all of our struggles and yep. all of our joys and all of our pains and fears and hopes. Jesus understands it all. And if they wanted to say Jesus was for um, illegal immigration, they could have said that. Right. They didn't. They could have said um, Jesus is for um, protecting abusers in the ch- sexual abusers in the church, uh, and and excluding uh, black people from whatever. I don't right. know what fascist thing that that uh, right. Cortez is trying to uh, suggest that is fascist in the right. church. They could have said any of those things. They didn't, and so th- th- neither of them are listening to what the ads are actually saying. Right. Well, just and then the presupposition yeah. of the left, yeah. and in this case of, of Cortez, uh, is that anything right mm-hmm. is fascist. Yeah, anything yeah. that is religious, anything that's to the right of me, to the, is yeah, fascist. <laughs> anything religious on that side of the aisle. Yeah, and that yeah. that. Uh, man, and and anything that would be at all suggesting that Jesus cares about people who who are in. Uh, predicaments yeah or that he cares about race relations or he cares about anything social as long as it as soon as it hits something social then the right just can't see they can't yeah. see past right, right, uh, right, right. what's yeah. really happening yeah uh, very disappointing um, another point that this brings up which we could I think we could we could kick this around for a while okay uh, the first thing I mean if, if you're ready to leave I'm ready to be done with that yeah. I'm so frustrated with with both the right and the left and the, and not listening to each other uh, yeah ah! I'm angry. Yeah, yeah. It's <laughs> let's. It's very frustrating. Um, <laughs> Go ahead. What's what, yeah? So because uh, the, there's a lot. There's a lot more meat I on know, this bone. Good grief. There's yeah, a we lot can talk more about this, for, this for a lot longer. Maybe we can, we can pull it back out at some point. But, All right. Yeah. Um, the other question that it it raises, and I think this is part of what um, the the Twitter uh, comment okay. from Cortez is about is about the millions of dollars. Okay, yeah, yeah. No, that's a different topic. Right. Yeah, let's talk about that. When is it appropriate to use a massive, expensive marketing campaign? Yeah. And when yeah. is it not? Yeah, um, okay. And that's that's a topic that people can disagree upon. Yes, 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 yes. And hopefully they can do that amicably. Yes. <laughs> not just so, throw I, grenades like these two. Um, I will say, uh, is that the topic you want to... Yeah, yeah, I want to get your opinion okay, on. Okay, here's my yeah. opinion. Uh, uh, this is not a... Uh, I'm willing to be disagreed with on this uh-huh. amicably. And I got a pretty strong opinion. Yeah, let's hear it. And that is, that is, I think that it sounds to me the message that they're getting across, uh-huh. as best as I can tell, is pretty close to, there might be quibbles, I don't care about that, pretty close to the message of Jesus, uh-huh. or or at least part of the message of Jesus, uh-huh. maybe not comprehensively. But in which case, the message, awesome. I'm all about that. Yeah. Yes, 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 yes. But that is not, not, not the method of Jesus. Mm-hmm. And I think that we should follow both the message and the method of Jesus. They would raise that that amount of money. I would much rather, I think it'd be much more effective to put it 
to put that money into let's teach, let's train churches and pastors on how to disciple their people. Let's find some way to help empower people, to free people up. I don't know what the, what, uh, to actually, um, what did Jesus do? He, he, he never wrote a book. Um, there were people who were writing books back then. The Bible is one of them that has multiple books in there. He didn't do that. He spent time with a few people and occasionally he seems to have, uh, attracted a large crowd to speak to them. But even then, um, you know, John chapter six, he's got this massive crowd. And then he says some really harsh things, ticks a bunch of them off and they all leave. Mm -hmm. And he is not that interested in, in reaching a large audience. He changed the world, uh, in terms of growing a movement with just a few, 12 people and actually only 11, right? He had a larger Uh group of, of 120 and then whatever, but um, it, yeah, he, it's that life on life, slow. He went for three years and okay, that's it. I'm done. Uh-huh. I'm done. And just really pouring himself into people. And I think that that is a much better, now it's not flashy. And if right. I have a hundred million dollars, uh, I want to do something that's going to be really, really flashy. Hmm. And that's not how Jesus thinks about it. And I think the method is important because he gets us, you know what, which, what's going to be more important to Pete? You're talking about, we mentioned a moment ago, uh, un, unwed teenage mothers, something like that. Yeah. Right? Teen uh, mothers. Yep. Teen mothers. We, yep. I guess we didn't say unwed. Mary was unwed and there are lots of unwed. Yeah. That's why I seem to have put that in my mind. Okay. So teenage mothers. He gets us, un, uh, teenage mothers. Which is more important to an unwed mother or any other group you want to say? It, uh, a Super Bowl ad that has uh, 30 seconds or 60 seconds uh-huh. of a, or someone who's going to come alongside her and say, uh, let me help you to learn how to be a mother. Let me help you get some diapers. Let me, you, you come and live with me for a while. Uh, that's what Jesus did. Which of those is more effective? Now, and then which one's more expensive? And so, and I think that it's not, it's not even worth the money. $100 million, not even worth the money. So I don't know how much they spent on the Super Bowl. Whatever the money okay. is. It doesn't... I'm, I'm sure they, they raised $100 million, is what I heard, over $100 million for the whole campaign. Whatever. Um, I'm sure the, the commercials cost millions of dollars. Sure. Um, but when I looked at the website... Yeah. They have a whole bunch of resources, sure. and they are trying to to start a movement and and partner. You can any church, our church could partner with them, okay. Uh, where people who have reached out to them from the, their various marketing campaigns, yeah, could be connected to a church, mm-hmm. um, and that our church could be trained or to to have a series of of programs uh, that they've produced. So they're trying to to be a movement, not just a a, a simple commercial campaign. We've tried this before. Billy uh-huh. Graham tried this. Um, he went on many, many of his crusades and lots of people came, they got saved. And then he did a study where they, the people who got saved at his campaigns by and large left the faith five years, five, five years after uh-huh. that. And so then what he started doing is he started like bringing in local churches. Okay. So we're going to have, you get saved, you come down the aisle, you get saved, and then you go and we had Methodist churches, Presbyterian, Baptist, Bible churches, whatever, all these different churches, yeah. and they're all represented, and then you're just going to get assigned to one, and that you're going to get... Those people also did not... Very, very few of them, actually. And what happened is that Billy Graham was a fantastic... Here's, here, 
by and large, he was a fantastic encouragement to those who were already saved and already faithful to uh, as, a, as a public witness. And they watched on their TVs and they came to the campaigns and said, I love this. This is wonderful. This is encouraging of my faith. But people actually coming to faith in Christ, I don't think that lots of people made decisions. Lots of people signed the cards. But I don't think that there was a whole lot of actual conversions. Well, and this yeah. is, I don't know, is this going to be different? I don't know. I suspect right. not. I, I hear what you're saying. I, I've heard things like that about the Billy Graham Crusades. Yeah. I, I've also talked to people who worked on those Crusades, and they said it, it's impossible to quantify these things. Totally. Um, and, and there were a lot of people who, who did come to faith, and but you don't know how many. And right. you can't you can't even put a, a monetary amount on like you know customer acquisition if you want to put it in business terms. Yeah, and I don't want. But, I, yeah, I wouldn't want yeah. to do that. I'm looking at Jesus and saying, and looking at Jesus, looking at Paul, looking at uh, the apostles, saying, yeah. okay, how did they do it, and is how they did it relevant or instructive for us? I'm going to say I think it is. Right. Well, I'm not disagreeing, but okay. I, I am pushing back a little bit to say they didn't have um, a Super Bowl or a massive um, marketing ability. They were very parochial little sections that, that there was no radio, there was no television, there was no way for that message to get out any other way. And and what would Fair they enough. do today? I don't know. They, they might very well use those mediums. Could, um, could I be. could see Paul doing something like that in in my mind. Um, so I, that maybe he, be... he did go to the public square and he and Paul uh-huh. and and did right. uh, he do those stirred kind of things. it up. He, he got stoned. Up. Yeah, um, that's so right. I think that's that right. that could be a possibility. It's a possibility. I uh, I am. I, this is why I'm, I'm willing to be disagreed with, and yeah. I'm willing to. I, I, this is not a biblical thing, and I don't think anyone can say that a particular method is is right or wrong. I guess. I guess maybe another piece of it is I'm really, really suspicious of anyone who says um, I'm going to use my wealth and to do it in this ostentation. So some some guy says I'm going to give a hundred. Uh, let me tweet. I just gave a hundred million dollars to help fund this. Man, what are those motivations here? What's going on? What's going on? Yeah, I mean, I you I, want us to you all you want us all to see you as really for Jesus and for the gospel. Why is that? Yeah, I don't know. Uh, I'm suspicious. A lot about that, right? I don't, I'm uh, you know about David Green and Hobby Lobby. I don't know how that information got out, yeah, and I, I don't know. know I don't, I don't know, know his motives, and I don't know totally. what he's trying to do. Yeah. Um, I just know he gave a whole lot of money. Yeah. And maybe it's maybe it was uh, not so much the Super Bowl commercials as the whole infrastructure. The whole yeah, yeah. Sure. 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 Um, but it, to me, it's like it's like short-term mission trips. Okay. By and large, oh, short-term mission like trips are expensive, yeah. and they don't really help the people that you're going to uh, right. to minister to. Usually. Usually. You can. You can help. Um, a, a lot of times people go down and end up painting a building that's been painted by the, oh the last gosh. group. And they're just the trying to find something for them to do. To be yeah. again. <laughs> because people come down and they uh, yeah. they become donors and they right. give money when they right, come. Right, and right. and these, these ministries need that. And so yep. they, oh, yeah, we'll paint this building. Yeah. And then they, they, they'll connect with people who can then support them. That's right. Um, and so, it, but it does really change the people who go. True. And so I say, okay, this, this is expensive. It's not really the best way to do this. But does it do... change people who go? It changes some people who go, and it changes everybody yeah. for a short time. But I've been on plenty of those that I come back and I say, I'm going to be totally different. And I am for two weeks. And then... Quite honestly, I kind of go back to the way I used uh-huh. to be. I've been on a bunch of them like that. I think that's a fair criticism. Yeah. Um, 
I do think that it 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 can be a mountaintop experience. Is kind yes. of what you're referring to. Yes. Where you you f- and, and some people I think just get inflamed with a sense of uh, self righteousness. Yes. That they went and had this experience and they got pictures with African kids. Yeah, totally. They felt really loved and and validated. Uh huh. Um, you know, I'm a really good person. Uh, this, Look what yeah, I did. Yeah, like this wonderful experience. And, I really helped a lot of people. And I, I I totally get all that. Yeah. I still think I've seen people change. Um, where they were unaware or uninterested in, in things that, that are mercy-related, or yeah. just, just getting exposure, I feel like it has an education in of itself. Yeah. If you could just travel, say you weren't doing any mission trip, say you just traveled in other yeah. parts of the world, I feel like it's it's got value and worth to it. I'm with you there. To get out of your context, to I'm think differently. And so uh, just at that level, it has value. Right. Certainly if you're trying to help and then you, you read books that are, that are challenging you, yep. And the ways that we just mentioned, yep. I think it can be really helpful. Um, but it's it's expensive, and it's not the best way to do this, right? It's not the best way to transform people or to help people. But it it serves a purpose. Yeah. And that's how I felt about the Super Bowl commercials. Like, the, if, if they've got a whole big infrastructure, they've got a whole big campaign they're rolling out, and now they're finally ready to do it, and they spend this money, and they're trying to get this message out, um, it doesn't bother me that they used marketing to do it. Yeah. But I can see why it, it, it has bothered a lot of people. And the, the, the cost of that marketing. The thing about marketing, though, I don't like marketing. Yeah. But I have to admit that it works. Oh, yeah. Well, no, yeah. It works in the short term. It works to get you to change your behavior short term. But I'm not sure that it changes human hearts. But getting, well, yeah, I hear you know, that. I mean, that's, you understand what I'm saying? Yeah. It, and and that's a different thing. We're not selling Jesus, right? I think those are fair criticisms. I, I'm just not sure I'm willing to be <laughs> um, uh, inflexible, or say there has no role, or it has it shouldn't be utilized. I'm with you 100. When there. when businesses the the, re- the reason they spend all this money on marketing is because they get customers. Yes, right? and I, it's I, great for for customer acquisition. I don't yeah. want to sell Jesus exactly. That sounds filthy. Yep. But at the same time, when you're talking to someone about Jesus, you are selling Jesus. You are trying to persuade them to see things and to hear things. And you just don't know how the Holy Spirit's going to work. We're just fishers of men. Yeah, that's right. And so we we throw the line out there. It's God in His sovereignty who makes things happen. Yeah, and so could the line be on, at a Super Bowl commercial? Well, it seemed like they were really well done. The imagery was powerful. The music was powerful. It was it was well done. Yeah, and if it shows the kind of Jesus that I want people to see from the Scripture, I have to say I was I was impressed with some of these ads. Let me let me read. They challenged you. me. You know? you know, this 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 brings to my mind something that that Paul says in the book of Philippians. Um, he says, some to be sure are preaching Christ from envy and rivalry, but others from goodwill. The latter do so from love because they know mm-hmm. that I'm placed here for the defense of the gospel. The former proclaim Christ from selfish ambition, not sincerely, because they think that they can trouble me for my imprisonment. What is the result? Only that in every way, whether in pretense or in truth, Christ is being proclaimed. And in this, I rejoice. Yeah. That's what this yeah. reminds me of. Right. And like, okay, it sounds like they're preaching, preaching, maybe not, they're, they're, uh, illustrating who Jesus is, uh-huh. and I th- I'm skeptical of their motives. That's the best way for me to say it. Uh-huh. Uh, but okay, then let them. If, they, if that's how they want to spend their money, let them spend their money. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> because that's yeah. it. I'd much rather that go out than some other Super Bowl well, ad for. Well, let's compare it to our podcast. 
Okay. Um, I mean, when you have a you have a powerful imagery of people yelling at each other from all walks of life, all yeah. different colors, yeah, yeah, all yeah. scenarios, yeah. and it, and there's all this vitriol out there yeah. and this hatred and this discord. Yeah. And we're trying to we're trying to reason. Yeah. A middle way, yeah. right? To say, hey, we need to understand. We need to listen. Uh-huh. Uh, there's some truth in what you're saying. There's some truth in what they're saying. Yeah. And if you can't listen to people, you're never going to be challenged. You're never going to grow. Right. Yeah. And and. And so we're, we have a very similar message to that video, that ad that I saw. Fair enough. Uh-huh. A 30 second ad, right? Yeah. But they're, they're reaching a whole lot more people at once than our podcast. That's it. I'm just jealous. <laughs> You're just jealous. So, um, but uh, that's a message that needs to get out in this it time does. and day, right? I mean, it does. We're so polarized. And we have gotten messages from people who think that we are way off to the right and crazy. Uh-huh. And we've gotten messages from people who are, say that we are way off to the left and crazy. Right, right. And, and they're just not just listening like, to each other. Right. So we're in, maybe we're in good company right. here. And, and maybe if, if there's a criticism for us in this is are we showing Jesus as well as that commercial did? Fair enough. Because to and to me the the commercial was saying Jesus is the answer here. Okay, you need to know him. He understands this, and he told you you need to love each other. Yeah, yeah. And you know, I, I think we do that in part. But we're kind of uh, having a conversation, just shooting from the from the yeah. hip, and so it's not nearly as well prepared. But I hope that we uh, that's certainly the message I want to yeah. portray. Thankfully, we have the same budget as they do. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Minus a, a number of zeros. Actually, we is minus uh, most of the zeros. All zero. of the zeros. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. We actually could use some support. Yeah, we could use uh, some zeros. We could use a, a little bit of support. And we do have some bonus episodes that, that uh, if you support us at, at uh, Patreon, uh, we will, we'll be happy to give you some things that nobody else gets. There's actually we're we're uh, creating quite yeah. a uh, a yeah. good group of the uh, Patreon supporters. Yeah, that's now, right. Those episodes. I'm not just saying this because I, I'm I'm looking for donors. Uh-huh. Um, I I I can listen to those over and over again. Those are my favorite episodes. They're, some of them are pretty funny. Some they're just yeah. I just and we've lighthearted. Got some, and, yeah. some of them are super lighthearted and a lot of fun. Uh, but then we also have some. That are actually really, really interesting and a little important. more personal and deeper. Yes, at, at yes. points. Yeah, and we've got some extra segments from from a lot of our interviews yeah. uh, as well. Yeah. Well, I think there's some good, some good stuff here, and uh, we'll keep talking about it in, in our various segments. Yeah. So thanks for bringing that. Yeah. Um, if, if you have an opinion on this, let us know. Um, you know about the marketing, about the Super Bowl ads, um, about politics, whatever. Just. Um, just write to us at the Hopper Podcast at gmail.com. That's it. And if you want to call us crazy, then stand in line. We're not going to respond. Yeah. <laughs> hey, this is Dave at the Hopper Podcast. Are you tired of people being divisive, angry, or even cruel to each other, especially to those with whom they disagree? At the Hopper Podcast, we want to bridge people together and listen to opposing views so we can all grow. If this sounds like a good idea to you, please like, subscribe, and share the Hopper with someone right now. Thanks. Do you know about this M&M scandal? Just a little bit. Um, okay, so this is ridiculous. I, I try not to uh, to comment. There's so many of these uh-huh. silliness. You know, I, uh, this is a crazy, uh, wacko, bananas guy on the right. I don't have a, a an equal um, 
uh, attack on the left this time. Uh-huh. Uh, the left does crazy stuff like this, but this is yeah. this is really out there. Okay, so you know about the uh, M M&M and M characters, right? In the commercials, uh-huh. yeah. Um, and all the different colors. There's there's uh, several uh, uh, male characters and female characters. Uh-huh. Well, th- they recently changed. Uh, several of the characters and gave them slightly different uh, personas personas I guess looks Looks, yeah and the Uh green M&M in particular is a female M&M and let me show you she's got she got um, the white boots right so she's got white like high heel white knee high boots I recognize her yeah and they changed her to make her have sneakers okay other than that there's not I don't I don't think there's much of a change uh huh um Okay, so... Uh, now, do you know why they changed her to have sneakers instead of boots? No. Um, I think that they um, sort of said... So it's not just her. They changed a number of the characters in slightly different ways okay. or whatever. And um, they said that these characters are supposed to represent their um, uh, their uh, their uh, consumers or something. That They okay. thought that, that as a... As a category, I'm going to zero in on the M&Ms, on the green one. But as a cat- as a characters, they wanted to change a number of them, and so then they changed them and said this is okay. this is better. There's, they update companies update their logos uh-huh. all the time. So uh, <laughs> my my concern or my my interest would be what other changes happened because I remember like the the peanut M&Ms, like the yellow M&M yeah. that's like a big guy and he's got kind of a deep voice. And it, are they making them more androgynous? So they are making them more androgynous. So I can see why someone would be like, hey, I'm tired of this. I'm so tired of the the androgyny. Yes. So that's what's happening. Okay. Now, Tucker Carlson, in particular, uh-huh. um, said... The green M&M, you will notice, is no longer wearing sexy boots. Now she's wearing sensible sneakers. Leading women do not wear sexy boots. Leading women wear frumpy shoes. The frumpier, the better. That's the rule. The other big change is that the brown M&M has, quote, transitioned from high stilettos to lower block heels. Also less sexy. That's progress. M&Ms will not be satisfied until every last cartoon character is deeply unappealing and totally androgynous. Until the moment you wouldn't want to have a drink with any one of them. That's the goal. When you're totally turned off, We've achieved equity. They've won. Part of what Tucker Carlson is saying is that the green M&M in particular used to be sexy. Right. And everybody found her sexually attractive. Yeah, that was a little weird. Um, and now yeah. they've made her so that she's no longer sexually attractive. Right. And and that and that's the way that I would want to, um, uh, to challenge in terms of changing the green M&M. The... the the boots could be seen as like hooker boots. Yeah, you know, we're like um, we're yeah. trying to sexualize candy, and that I'm not for. And that's right? that's part of what I mean. They they went from like hooker boots, yeah, right. to sneakers. Right. So that would be a good corrective, but <laughs> but in the same way, when you when you change, you make things androgynous. You're still sexualizing candy. You're still using candy to to promote. Um, sexual changes in society and well, so po- no i don't i i'm not sure i agree um i understand what you're saying to to change from female to uh, a, a non-gendered candy but there's lots of like it, if you started off with 
a non-gendered candy character. Oh, I'm not just talking about the green one. I'm not. Yeah. So I was looking at the lineup there. That, yeah, yeah, on, yeah. The, on the video, and uh, yeah, so it's, <laughs> I, I am all for like a um, uh, let's include other people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and I'm definitely not interested in the sexualization of candy or anything. That's promoting, you know, I, I don't like beer commercials that have totally scanning yeah, clad. Exactly. You're trying to think that, like, you drink this beer, what are you going to get lucky? What, what, what yeah, are they trying to right, say right, here, right? right? Yeah. They're using sex to sell. I don't like that, period. Right? Yes. Gotcha. So I'm fine with them taking the boots, although, you know, lots of women wear boots and they don't look like hookers. So I don't want to, like, you know, <laughs> yeah, don't, write, right. don't write me about that because that's, I, right, yeah, that's, that's right. not what I'm saying. That's right. Um, I, I like boots just fine. Yeah. Um, but the green M&M did, I think, had an attempt to look sexy. And I disagree with Mars on that. And so they should, I think, fix that. I'm okay with that. Yeah. But at the same time, um, if they're purposely trying to match the the cultural, social milieu of, of androgyny, then I'm like, come on, stop. Stop pushing this. Oh, I'm not sure that that's the case. I think that they are... Uh, I'm not sure either. That was his criticism. That was his criticism. I'm just responding to no, the no, video the, the I saw. The green M&M yeah. is still uh, intended to be feminine, but not uh-huh. in, in a sexualized way. Right. I'm, I'm cool with that. And that's... Yeah. He's, he's saying that it is moving toward androgyny because it's no longer sexy. Yeah, I, I disagree with him about the green M&M. Yeah. So if we focus on the one M&M... And that's what he is mostly focused on. Yeah. He is mostly focused on... He has done many I'm stories fine, on, this, on this particular green with M&M. With the green M&M not having he those really big wants white the, boots on. That, he I'm really, totally fine with that. He right? really wants that, the green a, M&M to be sexy. That's a good move to not make candy sexy. Okay, it yeah. got so bad. It got so bad with this. And so many people follow him that... Uh, M&M's, their sales dropped so much, they have completely dropped all the characters. Yeah, they just, they need to reboot their whole campaign, huh? They completely, and so they, they, yeah. they're not using the characters at all anymore. And instead, they have hired Maya Rudolph uh-huh. as their uh, spokesperson. Okay. Do you know who that is? I S- do. SNL. Sure. Um, Surely I do. She is She hilarious. had a Super Bowl commercial. Did she? Uh-huh. It was uh, Candy Shelled Clam Bites. It was it was a okay. spoof on M and M's. Oh okay. Yeah. Oh 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 I see. Yeah. Interesting. It's a little weird. She had that. She was yeah she was uh, in the commercial. She's the spokesperson for M and M's now. Well that's what that's the commercial. That's how they they're did. doing it. Huh? Yeah. Okay. So it was you know I guess you're trying to be quirky and funny and stuff but yeah um, yeah, yeah yeah. So yeah I mean it, here's you understand my point though if if they took the whole lineup and they took yeah. p- people who are clearly male and female yeah and they made it so you can't tell anymore. Um, if it's if it wasn't just the green green M M&M, and M but if there's if they made some characters that were LGBTQ then they're still sexualizing candy. You understand what I'm saying with that, right? Yes. I, I, I guess I understand what you're saying. They don't, I don't think that they have LGBTQ right. Well, I don't know. That, I'm not no, saying not that they that. have. Yeah. They've taken, I think what they've done, to, to say they're more androgynous is to say that they've taken basically the female characters uh-huh. that were like highly sex... Uh, how were, can probably, you were, they, were they developed in the 70s or something? Like they've been around for a long time? No, and... I think they were developed in the 90s maybe. Okay, all right. Or maybe 2000. But the the... Highly sexualized, and then actually turn them into like move them to be right. more representative of like typical women, yeah, <laughs> actual people, uh-huh. um, rather than which is which has been an issue in animation for a long time. Uh, 
in if you look at old cartoons uh, of animals, uh, the women all like a, a woman bird is going to have boobs, uh-huh. you know, or the uh, uh, the um, female lions in Lion King have like these big long eyelashes that uh-huh. are just like, okay. Uh-huh. This is this is not the way that animals work, but they've got to they've got to do this. They don't do anything different. The the males look just like the actual animals, but uh-huh. the females all have like. Yeah. If you were an animator, I'm just asking. Yeah. And you wanted to make this animal obviously feminine, what would you do? Yeah. So the question is why does why if I needed to make it obviously feminine, um if they're talking, it's pretty easy to spell out those relationships in talking. Uh-huh. Rather than than giving a toucan boobs, <laughs> right? No, I don't know any toucans with boobs, but I, I the Bugs Bunny high heels. Bugs Bunny's uh, counterpart did have boobs. There, so there's yeah, yeah Bugs Bunny, uh-huh. right? And then you got like Lola Bunny in in. Uh, the, I mean that's that's actually a great example. Is that yeah. okay? So we're gonna have Bugs is someone that anybody can relate to, mm-hmm. and then you got Lola Bunny, um, and like she is. Drawn kind real of, slinky, she's kind of the and she's kind of yeah, she's exactly, yeah. and that's and so what they've done the M and M's they've taken the female M and M's and gone from that to like okay here's not no longer Barbie right. M M&M, and M right but just like a regular female M and M yeah that I'm for absolutely I, and that's I, what yeah. Tucker Carlson is railing against he said right. they're no longer sexy yeah that's anyway. just weird and and but it's calling it. Uh, woke and like we're trying anyway so uh, in his definition anything that's at all sensitive to sexuality is woke i get or, well sensitive to sexuality or not wanting to like in, not use sexuality to promote things or to, to uh, or hypersexuality to delineate yeah so um well it's a movement to, to go from lola bunny to regular like female bunny or a female uh-huh. character that would be analogous to bugs. Right. Right. Um, is in his mind, androgyny, like androgyny. Uh-huh. And that is like, we're trying as if they're trying to eliminate, right. um, gender. And that right. is a, that is a problematic movement, but that's not necessarily what they're doing. Right. Because, because what, what he's, I think what he's failing to see, um, if it's, if it's promoting androgyny, then I say, I can see why people are annoyed. Sure. But, um, we have to admit that that people use sexuality again inappropriately, totally, and marketing especially. Yes, but um, it it it's a misrepresentation, um, and so it, people on the right, I think, have have a bigger history of sexualizing women, object, totally. objectifying women, no doubt about it, of saying this is how a, a woman should act. They ought to be sexy. That's right. Right. That's right. Um, and that's. That needs to correct. That needs to be corrected. And so, anyway, whatever. I think it's a shame that companies have to think about these things uh, in such detail. Yeah. Because of how polarized and sensitive everything is on both sides. This goes back to our Super Bowl episode where we were talking about the the show He Gets Us, or the Uh, the, uh, the, advertising campaign, where everything is seen through these lens. Like The only reason that that a company makes a decision on what their animated characters are going to look like is because they are with the right 
or with the left, right. either against the left or against right. the right. That's the only consideration that they could possibly have. Right. They're, what? They're it part is... of some greater political agenda. Right. I'm pretty sure their agenda is to sell candy. Yeah, you know, that's like, right. I'm not sure they're making any political comment. Right. But everyone has to see that. They have to filter everything through those political lenses. That's right. It's a, it's a terrible thing. Thanks for listening to the Hopper Podcast. Let's keep the conversation going about things that matter and things that don't. You can write us or call us. Just tap or swipe on the Purple Hopper Podcast cover art in your podcasting app and find the show notes for ways to suggest a topic for the Hopper or to tell us a funny story. You can always go to thehopperpodcast.org. Hey, try to keep it clean. And if you do, we'll probably feature you on an up, in an upcoming episode. Special thanks this week go to Flea and his nasty, wet, tidy, whitey underroots disgusting. Thank you. Uh, And be sure to like, subscribe, follow, and join our Facebook group for more Hopper goodness. Join our Patreon for the bonus episodes. Willie, what's the take-home lesson from this episode? The take-home lesson here in 2023 is we can finally say now definitively that Netflix DVD subscription is a ripoff. It's true. Mm -hmm. I think I'm going to cancel mine. Yeah.